Now, so today I want to be talking about encounter with Jesus. Encounter with Christ. Encounter with Christ. Amen. Amen. Everything that is genuine has a beginning and has a clear process of origin. Everything, everything that is genuine has a beginning and it has a process of origin. You cannot become a human being without being born, without, being, without having a father and a mother. How many of you are here or who is here? Who has no father? Who has no mother? Thank God I didn't see any hand. Sometimes when we ask some question, people don't listen to the question. Then they lift up their hands. But today I didn't get that. It means you are listening. We thank God for that. But anybody who is a human being has a father, has a mother. You may not know your father or you may not know your mother, but that is beside that. But you have a father, you have a mother. Otherwise, you cannot be a human being. Nobody comes into the world as a human being without passing through the womb of a woman. Or without being born of a woman. Even Jesus was born. Because he had to become flesh like you and me. Am I talking to somebody? Everything we see has a beginning. That is why the, the, the first sentence in the Bible about the world is in the beginning, God created. And so that you will know that it is a genuine thing. Anything that hasn't got a beginning and has no process of origin cannot be genuine. Christianity or in the same way the beginning of being a Christian is an encounter with Jesus Christ. Everybody must encounter Christ to become a Christian. Listen, I didn't say everybody must go to church to become a Christian. I am not saying being a churchgoer makes you a Christian. I said for anybody to become a Christian, you must first of all have an encounter with Jesus. Today in our world, we have turned it around. People think that when you are a good church member, which is not bad, then you are a good Christian. It is not true. You cannot come to church without an encounter with Jesus and be a Christian. Now, you can be a member of a church without being a Christian. You 
you can be a good member of a church. But your name in the register. And the pastor knows you. And calls your name every day. And calls you to do things. But God alone knows that you are not a Christian because you have not had an encounter with him. Hallelujah. Amen. So the beginning of the Christian life it's an encounter with Jesus Christ. To be a Christian begins with the encounter with the living Son of God, Jesus Christ. I will give you two examples in the Bible. There are many. Let's go to John chapter 3, the verse 1 to 7. And I will take you John chapter 3, the verse 1 to 7. The Bible says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. Nicodemus. A ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that you, you do. Except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him. Verily, verily, I say unto thee. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? How can a man be born, not born again? How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. So, Nicodemus' encounter with Jesus. Later on in the life, in life, in the Bible, we are told that Nicodemus was one of the secret disciples. When Jesus died, Nicodemus was one of the people who came around to help take care of him. Because he was a leader of the Jews. But he had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus, when he went to Jesus, Jesus told him what he needs to become one of his disciples. He Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Because he has come to him because he's saying all these great things about you, the, uh, no man can do this except God be with him. 
na wakani se se ni amake si ni na fau ni obintu mi ni aji se ni ameka ne o. And you see, this man is a Jew. He knows he knows the Jewish law. Na se ni pe ye Jew ni ti ni Jew mra. So he was just questioning to know what, what, what where are you from? Na ti na obise bisansam no we who who And Jesus tells him that except a man be born again. Na Jesus katchen se kopi muse obi benya wo fufro. Then he said, how can a man who is old be born? Now, besides, he didn't say born again. Because he was thinking about the human birth. So he said, can I enter into my mother's room and be born? He took the born again meaning physically being born twice. So Jesus had to go into details to answer his question. To answer what he wants to understand. So he went back and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, let me, let me explain something here. You know, the first man he says see. He cannot see the kingdom of God. When he was not explaining, he said enter. Now, some people have made a whole doctrine out of this. And the doctrine is wrong. The second one was an explanation. It's not a second requirement. Some people think that being washed, being born of the spirit and water is different from being born again. Because once say you will see and once say you will enter. The one he was explaining was supposed to explain the question. He said, How can I go back into my mother's room and be born? This birth is different. This birth is that you have to be born of water and of the spirit. So he was explaining the being born again. So it's not a different requirement. Is that okay? Is that okay? I remember during Pastor Connie's uh, mother's funeral, we had some pastor from Nigeria, we asked him to preach, and he was propounding this. And I told you, Paul, that you shouldn't believe it. It's not true. It's not, it's not a different requirement. It is explaining what it means to be born again. That, that this born again is not Physical birth. But being born of the spirit and of truth. Of the, of the, of the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you to understand that. But the, the point I want to make here is this. What Jesus is saying is. When it comes to becoming a Christian. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Except you have this encounter. In the spirit realm. Where you are born again, you can never say you are a Christian. So there are many people in the church who think just because you go to church, they are okay. 
The question is, have you had an encounter with Jesus to be born again? Somebody said, how do we do that? That is why John chapter 1, the verse 12 says, very loudly and clearly, but as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Which were born. Not of blood. Not of the will of the flesh. Not of the will of man. But of God. So God gives birth to you. When you believe his word. And you receive Jesus Christ. As your personal Lord and Savior. Then in the spirit realm. You have been born again. And therefore you are a child of the living God. Or oh, just somebody who put your hands together. Do I have some born again children in the house? Do I have some born again people in the house? Do I have some born again people who can shout the praise of the living God? Hallelujah! Now, being born again is an experience. Don't think that just by being in the church you are born again. No, 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 no. it's not so. I have told you my own experience. Pastor Eastwood has told us his own experience. When he was in sixth form, and uh, Archbishop Duncan Williams was preaching, he was sitting at the back. The word of God hit him. He believed the word of God. He felt he was a sinner. He felt he needed Jesus. He got up and walked from the back. In tears and stood before. And gave his life to Christ. That is how he got born again. Listen, I know that man before he got born again. Because we were in school together. And I can tell you the difference now. Being born again is an experience. I pray that you will just not make yourself a church goer, but you will have an encounter with Jesus so that you will be born again and your life will change and you will become a son and a daughter of the Most High God. Come on, lift up your hands and shout yes, somebody. Listen to me. Don't just follow people and be going to church. Believe the word of God. Receive Jesus as your savior. In the spirit realm, you will be born again into another kingdom. Pastor Kwanu will be talking about this kingdom. He will talk about that kingdom where we are in. And the blessings and the requirement of that kingdom. He will talk about it. It's a great kingdom. You must be born again. So why you not make yourself just only a church member? And you're not born again. You will lack many things. You will not experience some things. The peace of God is not in your heart. The joy of the Holy Ghost is not in your heart. The righteousness of God is not your glory. You will notice that you are walking on your own. But today, I want to recommend to you that you will encounter Jesus in this service and receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and be born again. Amen. Amen. When this term born again, born again started coming 
Then one day, some people went to, you remember this story, some people went to some big man in the church. They went to his house early morning. So they were knocking. They were knocking quietly. And then they said, they said, ah, but why did you came? You won't knock. Then they said, oh, we thought you were doing your quiet time. Now, almost every 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 Nobody knew that aspect of his life. People don't like this thing born again thing, but brother, that is the best thing that ever happened to you and to me. Now, born again, born again. I am proud to say I am born again. On that faithful afternoon in Bolgatanga, as a young man, I went and sat at a pitoba, opened the letter, read the letter, I got convicted, I dropped the calabash, I got up, I walked five kilometers from Bonga to Big Boss, crying on the way, gave my life to Christ that afternoon, and since then, I can tell you, the old things have passed away, and today I am new, listen to me. Christianity is not something you can do by your own strength. That is why you are still struggling with something. If you are born again and you are a genuine Christian, even when you fall, you will know that you are falling. You will remain there. You will rise up. You will repent. And you will clothe yourself with the righteousness of Christ. Can I have a witness in this house? We are having so many people who are playing church. See a big church like this. Everybody likes to come here. It's good you are here. Yes, But my job for you, my job to do for you, is to let you know that the only way you can be a Christian and enjoy your Christian life is to be born again. Encounter with Christ. So Nicodemus had it. You will be born again. And you will enter the kingdom of God. You will be born again. And you will enter the kingdom of God. You will be born of spirit and of water. I like the way John puts it in, in, in John chapter 1, the verse 13. It says, Which were born not of blood. Nor of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of man. But they were born of God. Look at how wonderful it is. To be born again. And to be born of God. Come on, put your hands together. And appreciate God for that wonderful thing. The second experience I want to give you. Luke chapter 2. The verse 25 to 31. Simeon's encounter with Christ. Simeon and Amen. 
Amen. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The same man was just and devout. Waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost. That he should not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him when they brought the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Then took he him up in his arm and blessed God and said Lord let thou let that thy servant depart in peace according to thy word for my eyes have seen the salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Now, Simeon was like a kind of a priest in the Old Testament. You know, the Old Testament, they were not born again. The Spirit of God comes upon them to do work for God. But God wanted Simon to taste salvation. And salvation is in no other person but in Christ. So even though Jesus was young, and the man was old, because of his services to God, God took him to the temple. And when Jesus was young and they brought Jesus into the temple, immediately he saw Jesus. The Holy Ghost told him that this is the salvation you need. The Bible says he went and took Jesus in his arms. He blessed God. And he said, Lord, now I am old. Let me go. Let me die. But because now my eyes have seen the Savior I have handled him. I, by the confession, by picking up the child, he believed that that was the Messiah. So once he believed that that was the Messiah, he had a salvation with a baby Jesus. And so he said, now I can depart. But I like what he says at the end. When he said, now let your servant depart in peace. According to thy word. The verse 30. For my eyes have seen thy salvation. Which you have prepared before the face of all people. God has prepared Jesus. As salvation. Before the face of all people. It means nobody can be saved without Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? Encounter with Christ. Tell somebody encounter with Christ. Have you encountered him? You are not saved if you have not encountered him. Because there is no other name given amongst men. 
heaven or on earth by which any man shall be saved except the name Jesus except the man Jesus except the man Jesus except the man Jesus you can never be saved outside Jesus so you need an encounter with him look don't play your life church even if your parents gave birth to you in the church you need your personal encounter with Jesus Christ Amen. Amen we were born into a church there is nothing like that there is nothing like that I was born into the church <laughs> Is that okay? So encounter with Jesus. All of us need personal encounter with Jesus. Not his person. But you can encounter him in the spirit realm. You can hear the word of God. And Jesus will be revealed to you. And you must encounter him. Salvation is nowhere. Except Jesus Christ. So, yeah, if you are clapping, clap. So, Jesus offers us to be saved. So, when we are born again, we are saved. Christianity is about salvation of your soul. Not engaging in church activities. Amen. Listen. Anybody who has not encountered Christ and received salvation, even if he's a preacher, even if it's a preacher like the way I'm preaching to you he's deceiving himself the day he dies he will know the reality when he dies and gets and Jesus said I don't know you pass here you are going to hell he will know the difference the important thing is that your soul must be saved and the salvation is only in Christ and also you are deliberate about it personal about it just sitting in church and engaging in church activities it's not right like some of the things Jesus said, he said, on that day when I come, two people will be lying on the bed. And I believe it is a man and his wife. One will be taken. And one will be left. Two people shall be at the meal. One will be taken. And one shall be left. And let me add my own. People will be sitting in church. If Jesus appears on a Sunday, he will appear in the air. And some of us will be shum. And others will be sitting here. May it not be like that for you. But listen to me. Never joke with this thing we are talking about. You cannot be a Christian by just going to church. You must give your life to Jesus. Let him be your personal savior. Let him rescue your soul. That is the guarantee. 
that you are a, a child of God and that you are on the way to heaven. Am I talking to somebody? I remember when I got born again first. I went to preach to a certain man. He resisted my preaching with three things. First of all, he said, your church. I don't go to a church I'm older than. Then God gave me wisdom. I said, but you believe in Jesus. Eh? Said I said, the people who Jesus was preaching to, were they older than him? And he was quiet. I said, were they older than him? Finally, he said, yeah, some were older. And I said, and they believe in him. And Why? Because he was the answer to their life. I said, sit here with this deception. You will go to hell. The man chased me out of his office. He dropped me. You come and tell me I'll go to hell. I said, you sit here and deceive yourself. You will go to hell. Another one they, they told me was, I'm trying to remember that one. They, they told me something um, that has to do with this thing I was just trying to share with you. Uh, when I said, uh, it will come, I'll tell you. But, but you see, a lot are uh, good. They told me, they said, oh, he, he, he is in church. His whole family, they go to church. Everybody is in church. The fact that you have Christian name. Say you were Christo. Christo fourteen. a Christian. So I said, just as you can put a bicycle in a garage and pull it the next day and say it is a car. There are many people who have garages, but they put bicycle and motorbikes there. How many of you have motorbikes you put in your garage? When you pull it, the following day, is it a car? Now, will you pay a daffo for us? So, a dane, a shame, the man was angry, amen. Amen. But there are many of us who are sitting in the church, you move a bread, yeah. Sorry, and we have no encounter with Christ. You need Christ to go put him. I'm in Fountain Gate Chapel, yeah. Besides, me, what me free Fountain Gate Chapel, me will get past. We are the MBAs in this church, yeah. Yeah, yeah, MBAs were sorry, him, yeah. Bah, her check over two, yeah. We were Listen, here before you came. There is nothing like that in heaven. Don't deceive yourself. If you don't encounter Christ for your personal salvation, you will be shocked. What will happen? The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, the verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men. Whereby we must be saved. Then look at our purpose. Our purpose, our purpose can be explained better in Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. So Jesus is the only way we can be saved. Yes, the says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear without a preacher? How can they call upon a name whom they have not believed? How can they believe what they have not heard? 
how can they hear if there is no preacher lift up your right hand tell the Lord today I will be a preacher to my colleagues to my neighborhood they must hear the gospel so that they can, they can be born again and be candidates for heaven come on shout a big amen to that we shy away from preaching the truth the gospel Listen to me. When you are born again, the first thing you want to do is to share your testimony of being born again to somebody too, so that he too can be born again. So Christianity is being saved. Christ has saved you by your being born again. So if you are not, and you go to church, can somebody who is not born again be baptized? I hear some of you are saying no. It's possible. It's possible. Because as for being born again, you are the only person who knows you are born again. If you come and tell me that you are born again and I go and baptize you, you were a dry sinner and I made you a wet sinner. That's all. So when you are born again, you are born again. You are born again. You are born again. You are born again. Because I cannot tell. That's why the Bible says. Everybody should examine himself. But later on, when other preachers are talking, they will tell you some of the signs. Yeah, they will tell you some of the signs. So that you can know. When you are born again, these are the things you can see. You can see this. You can see this. Are you enjoying this message at all? We are examining our faith. That's why we are examining our faith. Oh, are you grateful to what, for what I'm sharing with you? I can keep quiet and say, You see, one of the one of the one of the scriptures that is so frightening is many are called, but few are chosen. I told the youth, the, the, the teens, this whole month, I need them here. I want them to listen to this. So that all of us will be on the same level. If you are blessed, put your hands together for the Lord. Now, when you are born again, the first thing God requires is what he called separation. Separation. You see, when you wash a, a baby, wash him down, wear him nicely, you will expect the child not to easily go down again in the mud. No, no, no. At least. Nobody likes it. In fact, the Bible says uh, that we should not be like pigs that go that have been washed, who go back to wallow in there. Say separation. Come on, say separation. 
Christianity is separation unto God. If you are born again, and your soul is saved, you separate yourself unto God. Christianity is separation unto what? Christianity is separation unto what? All right, say Christianity is separation unto God. Now, you cannot say you are a Christian when you have not separated yourself unto God. It's not true. For example, listen, I cannot say I'm a Christian and I'm still worshipping idols or I go to idols or I go to consult Malams. Two gods. Two gods. Why not? I may have some problems, but to to, to serve two gods is different. You cannot serve two gods. There are Christians who, when a children who are almost say, then they will call somebody. Uh, can you find out this for me? You are consulting a madam or a juju man, and you say you serve God. It's not true. You cannot be in the church. And be in a Malam's house. Hello? Oh no, it's happening in the church. Live, it's happening. People are serving two gods. God is a jealous God. He says, I'm a jealous God. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot be a Christian and also be engaged in another God activity. Can I have an amen? Amen. It's not possible. Now, we as a church want to make sure that we are serving the living God. Jehovah is his name. Can I have a witness lifting up your hands and shout amen to that? Amen. Come on, shout amen to that. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ is the only God we know. They want us to accept the fact that there can be other gods. You know, I have become very aware of this term, the good Lord. The good Lord. I don't like it. The good Lord. Religious people, <laughs> religious people, when they don't want to offend, they say, the good Lord. It's true, God is good. I don't have a problem with that, but you see, Religious people are comfortable with that than you saying the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. They don't like that one. The good Lord. The good Lord. If you are saying it, you understand it. I don't have a problem. But when you are dealing with people, they get comfortable with that. You say the other one you believe in. And they start frowning. What is he trying to say? Is he trying to say that he's the only person who knows God? So me, I become worried about that word. There's nothing wrong with that word, the good Lord. God, God, the, the Lord is good, isn't it? And we all say it. The Lord is good. Yeah, we say it. But what I'm saying is that religious people now are more comfortable so that you don't go to the other extent of mentioning the fact that 
God whom you serve is the only God. Now, you don't want that one. The good Lord. The good Lord. We are comfortable with that. Hallelujah. Amen. We are gradually trying to force us. But when you are a Christian, one of the marks that makes you a Christian is your separation unto only God. Let me read a few scriptures. Second Corinthians chapter 6, the verse 14 to 18. I'm just reading it. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial or the devil? And what part has he that believeth with an infidel? The infidel here is an unbeliever, someone who doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe in the God you believe in. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them and I will be their God and they shall be my people wherefore come out from among them and be separate saith the Lord and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you and I will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters saith the Lord Almighty, come and on, put your hands together. Agreement. Let me tell you, you cannot be a Christian and be doing some things and be, and be, and be in some gatherings where they are worshiping devils, where they don't believe in God. There are so many associations these days. Their root is not Christ, but they have hidden it. Now, free Christians, so and we are there dining and eating. Drinking, dining and drinking. What agreement? What fellowship has darkness with light? If you are a Christian and darkness is what you like, there's a question mark. Christianity is genuine. Examine yourself and see whether your faith is genuine. How can you be born again? Of God. And your desires are something else. That's what you love to do. Separation unto God. May God give us the courage to separate ourselves. May God give us the boldness to separate ourselves. Listen, don't respect people too much and compromise your faith. You don't take the wine, 
But because they are all sitting there, you will take some more. Just to be to be to be accepted. Is that your company? Is that your company? Oh, this group of people, everybody has girlfriends, so me too I can have some. Is that is that where you belong? I'm not talking to somebody at all. <laughs> Let us examine ourselves. Let us examine ourselves. We have been separated from the world. We have been separated from other gods. And we are committed to God, only one God. The creator of the universe. Jehovah is his name. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the God we believe in. You cannot believe in him and be doing and be grouping yourself with certain things. Amen. Amen. Oh, if you are clapping, clap. Oh, but when someone is not, I'm preaching. Oh, I'm preaching. I know I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Whether you like it or not, I'm preaching. I know I'm preaching. Uh, you don't know how I prayed today. From 1 a.m. I've been awake praying. I'm preaching. May the Lord refine us. May the Lord polish us. May the Lord make us good Christians. May the Lord deliver our souls. May the Lord prepare us for heaven. Heaven is our home. Heaven is where we will go. May we live for him here on earth. May we not entangle ourselves with every yoke of bondage. Come on, shout a big amen if you believe that. We want to see Christians who are genuine. Amen. Amen. Look at, let's continue with the, the next. You will see uh, the 2 Corinthians 7, the best one. It says, Having therefore these promises. Dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness. Of the flesh. And on the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. Listen, Christianity is holiness. Now, who would you have Any man can push you down and sleep with you. Are you holy? Now, to make out form and Are you holy? I'm asking. Maybe so. Young girl. You are roaming around the place and any man can sleep with you. Are you holy? You say you are born again. Are you born again? And any man at all can sleep with you around. Young man, you are deceiving young girls and sleeping with them. And you come and sit here and say you are holy. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Repent. Sleeping with people's doctors all over the place. And you are calling yourself a child of God in the house. You have to learn to zip yourself. There are even men who are married who are committing adultery and they are sitting in church. Your wife is beautiful, nice in the house, and still you are committing adultery. And when you go out and see young girls, then you start, you start giggling. <laughs> is that where you were born again to be? Uh, 
If you don't clap your hands and smile, you are a suspect. Listen. We are called unto holiness. We must perfect holiness. The word perfect means continue to grow holy. You, you will not be as holy as you are today that like you are yesterday and, and on and on. That means as life proceeds, continue to be more holy. Said, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit. There are some things that are filthy. We don't deserve it. Listen, I'm not talking to you like a perfect human being. I'm talking to you like a servant of God leading you, and we, me and you, are perfecting ourselves to God so that we will all be standing on that day holy before the lord listen to me i'll be the last to condemn you but i'll be the first to rebuke you encourage you teach you to be a good christian Listen, let's notice here. There are women who are married who are looking for other men and they are here. They are sitting here. Nice. Am I preaching at all? So Second Corinthians chapter five. Therefore, say therefore, Afe, 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 or listen, now that you have given your life to Christ and you are in Christ, Afe, I wonder what Brabama Christo, I woke Christo Muno. He says, You are a new creature. Or say, Afe, what may our body of Fro? All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. If you want to be a truth and a genuine Christian, you can see the day you encounter Christ. You can see the old things. And you must be seeing the new things. There must be a clear distinction between the old and the new. You are not perfect. You may be falling and getting up. That's not what I'm talking about. But you can tell yourself. Mm, this, is, this is the old, this is the new. Today I'm opening conjecture. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding me? What am I saying? Listen, if there is no clear difference between the two, it's most likely. It's most likely. It's most likely. That you are not born again. There must be an old. I used to be this, I used to be that, I used to be that. But since I got to Christ, though I'm still struggling, but I can see I am in the newness of life. 
perfect. But me too, I can see that I have left some things. I am on the way. Perfecting my holiness. In the fear of the Lord. When there is fear of God in you, you can't sin and remain there. Listen, when you sin, and you haven't confessed your sin, and we are here dancing, we don't know you. But God knows you. Then you come with white handkerchief. Oh, no. Who has white handkerchief? Money has one. You haven't confessed your sin. Then you have walked here. What are you doing? Who are you deceiving? Because pastor has not seen you. Is, are you serving pastor? Is it me you are serving? On the heaven, when we get to heaven gate, me myself, I'll be marking my register or to go. Pastor, your member is here, sir. Each one for himself, God for us all. At heaven's gate, each for himself, God for us all. I am not going to stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I have come. Come into the kingdom. Come into the kingdom. Come into the kingdom. So if it's me you are looking at, my pastor is Pastor Clement. Pastor Clement is my Heaven. pastor. It doesn't matter. Heaven doesn't recognize that one. Amen. Amen. So all of us pastors, we are going to stand before God's judgment room for ourselves. All, all leaders. my leaders. Nicodemus is here. He encountered Christ in the Bible here. He has encountered him here again. All of us, all these, and all these people, every one of you, every one of us, and all the leaders, we are going to stand before God's judgment room for ourselves. So please, take it serious. You can deceive all men, but you cannot deceive God. Instead of humbly coming before God to ask for forgiveness, so that you who mobile not the Watch your handkerchief. And we have a vision on our Amen. You know what I mean? What I mean is that, you see. And that's how I'm going to end. God knows we are human. Because when you give birth to you your child, him. he can't be dead. So God knows we are human. He's giving birth to us. He wants us to be holy. But he knows we are human. And we can make mistakes. So he has made provision. I'll give you three provisions. One provision is the Holy Spirit with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. He will help your infirmities. He has to help you to be strong. You can resist any attempt to become anything which is ungodly. You can resist it. Because the Holy Ghost is with you. You can say no to fornication. You can say no to adultery. You can say no to stealing. You can say no to lying. You can say no to any lust. And God's Holy Ghost will help you so that you can be holy. I'm not talking to somebody. 
Pastor, I don't know what happened. When it happens, I just don't know what to do. Now, I don't know what to do. It's not true. The Holy Ghost can help you. Am I talking to somebody? So the Holy Ghost is with you. The Bible says he helps our infirmities. God knows that we are human. But we can also be holy. He said, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Tell somebody, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. So listen, our mark is not our pastor. Your marking scheme is not another brother or sister by you. Your marking scheme is God. You are aiming at God. Be ye perfect. <laughs> oh, the reason why I mention this is that some of us don't fear God. You have come to God's house and you have stolen somebody's phone. And then the next Sunday you are sitting here. Hmm. These days God is patient to that is God's He's allowing you to repent. Those days. And even now he does it. He can thunder can fall on you in church. Pam. People die in church. sorry. Amen. Amen. What the will be phone? Sunday, what about that? Yes, Sasha, with the handkerchief, I'm a genuine. Who do you want to say? I mean, if I can ever highlight you, you delete you. Am I talking to somebody at all? Yes. How many of you know Pastor is preaching good? We are healing our wounds. <laughs> no, it will amaze you what some people do and come and sit here. Well dressed, nice. I, I like the way you put dress nicely here. I like you. tell you the truth. You cannot hide your sin with a coat. You cannot hide your sin with a nice dress. God is looking at you. All he's waiting is that you will repent. The second provision God has given us is the provision for repentance. Repentance. Repentance and recovery from anything. Amen. 1 John chapter 2, the verse 1 and 2. 1 John chapter 2, the verse 1 and 2. I'm just finishing you are like that. I want it's you to know that God has made provision for you to work holy and to now be a good Christian. My little children, these things are right unto you. And you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. Not for ours only. But also for, for the sins of the whole world. Provision for repentance. Listen. Never 
take God for granted when you have done something wrong and you have not repented. Nah, you are walking about the place. Tell you, it's not good. I had an argument with somebody one day. The person did wrong and I was very wild. In the morning I woke up to pray. To pray. If you come to my notebook, if my notebook was here, I will open it and show you. And the Lord came to me. He said, yesterday you lost your temper badly. I went to my knees, I wept, I asked God for forgiveness. The Lord told me that is one enough. I want you to look for that person. And I, and I did it. I did it. I did it. Listen to me. Never joke with sin around God. All repentant sin. Because you see, it is His grace that is keeping us. It's his grace. So why must you joke with that grace? Why must you not repent quickly? And let him curse you so that at least you are sure that now. So that you can believe that your friendship is I don't is want to walk knowing that there is something between me and God. I'm not perfect. That's why I'm telling you my own. But I don't want to have something between me and God and I have not handled it and I'm walking around. Because it is by his grace. So I want his mercy to be on me. So, so he makes provision for repentance. These days Christians don't repent too. When they sin and finish, they say, Shad in the Rakata, Bokuto Krokutu, Kutikatabaya, Kumbroku, Kibo, Kurukutu, Kuta Krokutu, Kitabana, Gurukudi, Grungu, 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 Grungu. Hey, 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 hey! We refuse to be condemned. We refuse to be condemned. <laughs> we refuse to be condemned. Then you to Musa, baby, we are for. We refuse to be condemned. Then you to Musa, baby, we are for. Who can submit me a shout to Yankopo? You can shout God off her. That's what you think. Look at the amount of lying, naked lying we can lie and still be walking around. Because pant and we share now by an assistant. And we are suspected. Instead of humbling yourself, say, Look, you want me to swear? You want me to swear? I have told you, I don't like this suspicion. You are always suspicious. Don't you dare! He, 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 he. No, I mean I can't share. This is not common. Money, we say, I don't know. You think you are, you think you are deceiving that woman? Yeah, we say, oh, dad, dad. Okay, so I mean, I know. You think that it's the woman you are doing? Yeah, we say, no, I know. You have no idea. It's the grace of God that is keeping you. You better repent and let your relationship with God be good. Sacrawaji, I'm not thinking you are smart. Thinking you are smart. No, you don't want me to preach here. Eh? Preach. Look at the lying we can lie on top of sin. And talk to me, D. 
know the line that is going on in the church eh? you can be serious oh. we lie and the lie is a whole God have mercy on your people now, the one I hate is lying to put somebody in trouble do you know what you are doing and God is watching you this sin is not true but you are seeing it so that the, other, the man will be in trouble do you know what you are doing if that guy loses his job the whole offense is on your head. When your children have no school fees, the whole offense is on your head. When his wife comes to food to eat, the whole offense is on your head. When the wife and the, the wife, the man sits and says, hmm, I do with me, me and you, the whole thing. 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 The qualities are not clapping. Are they suspects? <laughs> you have been highly elevated. If you don't clap, we'll see you. No, some of the things that are happening in the name of Christians. Somebody's husband. You are following. <laughs> No, listen. There was a lecturer in 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 UK. I won't mention the school. Who was supervising my friend, a pastor's wife? No, ma'am. He was supervising him on his thesis. He told the woman he want he was getting up, getting closer, and then the lady said, "No, please, I'm a wife." He said, "Oh, the other ones we like." He told the woman, and I said, "What did you do?" He said, I changed my supervisor. I said, no, you shouldn't have only changed. You should have reported it. This is a bro. You okay? He said, they are the ones we like. I won't add the rest. I won't add the rest of the things he said. They are vulgar. I don't like to say it. And there are some of you young girls here who are doing abortion. You think we don't know? It's because of the grace of God you are here. Couldn't you have died? Repent from now. And let God save your soul. Am I preaching? I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. And you are you are carrying a, a child who belongs to somebody who you are not wedded to. What are you doing to yourself? Yeah, Wouldn't you have waited for him to come and marry you? Now I don't want to and I'm marry you. Any man who says he wants to marry you and wants to sleep with you, he's fake. Run away! Any woman you want to marry. Who you see is starting to show you things he shouldn't show you. Brother, do for 440 years. Yes. 
off. When you see a woman you want to marry, but he starts showing the things he shouldn't show you, it means you are in die trouble. <laughs> Run for your dear life. Maka, maka. Mr. Maka, maka. I depend on Maka, maka, maka. I depend on Maka, maka, maka. Hallelujah. Amen. So there is provision for repentance. God makes provision because we are human. So it means even if I fall, I don't lie there. And not Then you go to God and promise God and walk with God and tell yourself, I will never. Do that in again. That's a child of The thirteen. The thirteen is what? I think I've even added it to the second thing. The third provision is uh, what do I call it? The provision of grace. The provision of God's grace. God gives us grace to walk holy. And and to be good Christians. The grace is powerful. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews 4 the verse 14. Let me just read it. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, that is Jesus Christ the Son of God, let us hold fast our our profession means our Christianity. That's what we have professed. We have professed to be Christian. Let us hold fast our Christianity. For we are not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity. But was in all point tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy. And find grace to help. In the time of need. There is enough grace for you. I said there is enough grace for you. Listen, all that I'm saying today. I want to entreat you and me. Let us work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Don't, 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 don't just say, oh, it doesn't matter. No, it matters. We had one of our sisters, Lucy. We told you about it. Sister Lucy. Most of the time she sits here and here. She's always sitting here. You are covered. You are covered. Don't be, don't be you are covered. You are covered. The blood of Jesus has covered you. Lucy is one committed woman in this church. I bear witness to that. Very committed. Lucy got sick from 2017. She we kept praying for her. She started getting very well and strong. In fact, last week she went to Pastor Connie and Mama Priscilla's house and, and shared a testimony about how strong she was becoming. 
na wotwe atwa mu no kɔsɔfo kɔne fie kɔdi na dance ye sɛnia ne ho ayɛ den ɛfa just that week sana wotwe na she died ɛno uwi is a picture there she died last sunday she was in church last sunday she was in church kwasi ade atwa mu kura no wa sorry that's lucy and and when i heard it i said oh when i came from uh, my wife told me, i said oh that lucy was strong how come and you know what the lord told me so she must be sick before she died <laughs> and i said lord i'm sorry na me bi say say na say ne wo yedin aden no wu ye ne nyame e bi say am say ntia wo so yare ansa na wa wu anam say awrade me pa cho but it tells us that god has his appointed time for every one of us na e no tire say yakopon wo she say ma ye mu bia that is why you cannot play with your life as a Christian. Because you and me don't know when we are going. We must serve him wholly with our hearts. Amen. 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 The, some, of, some members of the church, uh, the women and some people will be visiting the husband of the church. Tell somebody, work out your salvation with fear and trembling are you okay then let's put our hands together for the lord i want to i want i want i want i want us to after hearing a message like this you you will have to make a commitment to God that Lord, Lord, I want to be straight with you. You know what? We are not all in the same place. We are not all in the same place. We are not all in the same level. Some of us gave our life to Christ long ago and we are making it. We are going. We are still polishing. Others they are also coming. Everybody will be But when you are struggling and you don't admit it, you put yourself to trouble. But I want people who will say, Lord, help me. That's because I may not be sinning, but I'm, I'm, I'm confused about my feet. Today now, I'm here, tomorrow I'm here. Somebody is here. He, he is sinning. And he must come to God. Say, Lord, help me. Somebody to in your life. I don't know the We all have a certain level we come to God. I just told you that me, your head pastor, and chairman of Fountain Gate Chapel, God convicted me that morning. I had to repent and I have to seek forgiveness. So, it is a provision God has made for us. If you don't use it, and there are some people here the first group of people I want to call is as for you, you don't even know Jesus Christ you have never given your life to Christ you are in church, that is good 
but you have now given your life to Christ. If you are here like that, I want you to come forward and give your life to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Every head bowed. 